Hey, and welcome to the after show for Houdini and Doyle. Today we're talking about the season finale, episode 10, The Paul of LaPierre. There's a lot of crazy stuff that went down. Maybe they solved some crimes, maybe not. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome to Houdini and Doyle after show. We're so sad it's the finale. It's yeah. over. Rolling Thunder and everything. The song yeah. is like the perfect, perfect, perfect moody way music to go out. I know. And then, hey, we tried to reach out the actors. We love them, but we were like, hey, on Twitter, we're like, Ahem, can you call in, please? <laughs> but we still love them anyways. The old calls try. The season might. just flew by, though. It did. It was one of those, like, oh, wait, I should have emailed them sooner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm your host, Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I tried to curl my hair for you guys. And I'm also on Dead of Summer, which is set in the 80s. So it kind of had some 80s fluff. But I, but anyways, that was my theme into our period piece show. I opened with curly hair and I closed with curly hair. There Woo! we go. Just solid uh, bookends. Yes, exactly. Bookending you know the show. Somebody I know was like, they were at Target or somewhere. And they were trying to find bookends. And the people didn't know what they were talking about. I love how you tied it into literal bookends. (laughs) She online was like, please, somebody tell me you know what bookends are. And I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But she wants, apparently, there's at least one employee that's like, what what is it? Oh, it was an employee that didn't know? Yeah. Oh, no. So it's like, oh, no. Well. Anyway, on the other. Moral story is read more, guys. Yes. On the other end of the table. The not really bookends because we don't have any other side, but still, you I know. got my awesome co-host. You guys are bookending me. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, huh? aha. So why don't you introduce yourself? Well, you're the middle of the bookend. I am Ty Matthews. <laughs> As always, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, Snapchat, MySpace, various other social medias at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, and when I'm not bookending Ty, you can follow me on Twitter, Frank Moran at Happy Go Jackie. It's a side gig. Do you still use MySpace? I just just stumbled across my old page. Oh wow! That was like a time capsule. I would need help to log back in because I'm like. That's exactly what I had to I do. I don't remember my password. I, had, I think I made it easy. I had to. But fill then out, I was like, no. I had to fill out a whole form because I couldn't get into the old email, uh, the old AOL email address that oh. it was attached to. Oh, I Were probably saw my one. From like huh. an old friend oh. that had been desperately I haven't even checked the, I haven't oh, even checked wow. the messages. I've just been looking cr- at the photos. Be <laughs> pretty much just everything from like 03 to 08 about. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It's pretty awesome. Well, time speaking series, of time you. capsule, this show <laughs> is ah. time capsule. Nice. Man, all kinds Segway. of trends. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, don't really have any facts today finale because there's so much I want to talk about. But um, I'm, I'm sorry I forgot your name. But somebody reached out on Twitter and did a link to uh, facts you didn't know about Conan Doyle. Which thank you for sharing that. I'll relink that. So check out Twitter and I'll tag them too. So look for that to see some other facts. Some of those were ones I had covered before and then some of them uh, were new. So that was really cool to read about. And then I will link again what books I used. And um, since it was non-for-profit, yes, I used those without permission. But, you know, that's okay. But maybe you guys will go get those books. I got them at the library. Anyway. And watch that Adrian Brody Houdini movie, Yes, too. watch the Adrian Brody Houdini movie. It's actually really good. And now I want to watch, like, there was a, there's at least one or two older Houdini movies that mm-hmm. I would like to go watch. Sure. And it totally makes me want to rewatch Sherlock, too. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Sherlock. That one needs to hurry up with a new season. Guys, throw in Brody Quest. If yeah. you oh, take and break. Brody <laughs> Quest. Yes. Have you guys, have you, have you watched it yet? It's... <sighs> Just think of us when you're watching. That's right. Especially during <laughs> that 10-hour mega cut. This guy was laughing so much. There's a 10-hour version of it, too. Mm-hmm. It's insane. 
Anyway. That's going to be our next after show. Oh. Watch that, baby. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, let's get into this episode. Uh, don't hold your breath or hold your breath. Actually, that was never really brought up or anything like that. But um, breathing because air, mm. which we learned is from later. Uh, so we open up on a, which I thought he was a priest. Mm. And then I th- thought they called him a couple other titles during the show. Did you guys notice? Mm, just priest and reverend. Okay. And Farley. Because I was like, oh, okay, that was the third one. Because mm. I was like, I couldn't write what call. Anyways, mm. he's sleeping in the stairwell, which looks probably like it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, what a weird spot to fall asleep. He must have been really tired. <laughs> uh, he gets up and goes and rings the bell, goes outside. And uh, something weird that nothing happened with it, his fingertips were black. And I thought there'd be something with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I felt that was suspicious. I didn't even, I didn't even catch that. Maybe- I should have been watching closer. <laughs> Maybe because I just watched this movie, and to reveal corruption, they uh, sprayed banknotes, and as you lick it and count it, it will stain your tongue black. Oh, interesting. Which is really cool. That's pretty awesome. It's a Bollywood movie called Ungoli. All right. And that was like the, sorry for spoiler there, but still, it's a great <laughs> thing in the movie. And that was one of those you don't know, and then it was like, oh, that's cool. Anyway, <laughs> transition. I watch a lot of weird stuff. Uh, so he goes and walks around, and he's finding that everybody is not alive. Everyone's donezo. At first, it's like, maybe they're passed out. No, they are dead. No, they're dead. Skinny. Very dead. That's Bill. That is but probably him. one of my favorite cold opens for the show. Absolutely. It was a good yeah. one. Well, I love, and I love the, the soundtrack, the way when he steps out, everything kind of cuts out, all the music, everything. Mm, and I it's didn't just, even notice. It's just silence, and he Ooh. just sees, just looks out across this landscape of just corpses. Yep. I thought that was one of the really more kind of mm-hmm. jarring, affecting uh, moments of the season. Well, it's very um, alone, uh, so a very great sense of solitude. Exactly, yeah. Because, yeah, he's all by himself. Mm-hmm. And he goes around, but why Yeah, why is it not him? And uh, then we get Houdini and Doyle greeting each other with their humorous banter, as always. Like, I haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? How's it going? And tease, tease, tease. I uh, ran out of paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really good. How's the book, Camille? I ran out of paper. That was hilarious. I liked it. That's a good joke. Uh, then Stratton says she met with, uh, is it Woodbridge? Yes. Uh, Wal- Walbridge. Walbridge. Mm. I was like, mm-hmm. words. And then uh, I like Doyle's like, no, you can't do that. It's too dangerous. Such an overprotective brother. <laughs> Rich, and if you've learned anything over the course of however long you've been spending with each other, you know that saying that is not going to do a oh, damn thing. not going to stop her at all. <laughs> no way. Uh, and then, but it's weird because she said, she, I got a little confused because first I felt she lied and said no one showed, but then they had the flashbacks and then she's telling the truth and then they say it's too dangerous. So mm. did she say no one showed or was it? I don't um, think she was lying. I think she went to meet with a Wallbridge, and then... Oh, okay. They're saying that person didn't show, yeah. but then she revealed that her husband was still alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That made more sense, because mm. at first I'm like, wait, how can you be lying, and then you just tell them the truth? That didn't make sense. But right. that makes more sense. Yeah, because it seemed a little weird, the way that all the came together. The way they said it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And then, like, her kind of, like, awful, like, poker face, where she's just kind of like... Yeah. Like, mm. right, those are the two people you don't... you got to have your A game on yeah. for poker facing, because it looks oh, like you're yeah. pick up every little detail. Houdini's totally like... <laughs> you're lying, biatch. Yeah. I totally know you are. Um, and then tells them the truth, and they both, Houdini and Doyle, are like, okay, that is way too dangerous. Yeah, as if she'll listen to them. And then uh, she's like, there will always be other cases, which is interesting because she seems so gung-ho about solving cases, and uh-huh. now she's, like, deflated and be like, 
There's always gonna be another case. Well, I think I think what she what she meant was like there always there's always going to be something that seems pressing, but yeah. like this is a much bigger yeah. arc that we should that at least I should be focusing on. Yeah. But how do you get her attention? Well, Doyle's like, well, 47 <laughs> well, people died. I, I feel like that was like a moment that was like really unintentionally funny. It was. Like, I don't think it was, obviously wasn't meant to play, yeah. like be played for laughs. But just like, there's always going to be something that seems bigger. 47 people dead. And just like, hmm. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Like really all She's that was like, missing was just like, ooh. <laughs> well, but also like the setup for the two, because Doyle's like, Oh, I was just conferring with the, you know these officers in Ontario. I believe it was. It's like, yeah. Wait, so Doyle, you're just now just hanging out oh. with cops and like no, picking no. up cases. He had the newspaper. <laughs> he had the newspaper. He's like, he have 47 newspaper. people died, and I was like, newspaper's he did back. Have, yep, he did have that newspaper. Yeah. So our trio goes to the town. It's quarantined, mm-hmm. and they're kind of waiting for the feds and specialists. Which at first I thought our team was going to be like. We're the specialists. Like. <laughs> no, they're just sending real yeah, cops. Real cops. Um, and then, hold on, I was like looking at my camera. I'm like, ah, oh, there. I felt like I was too tall to my camera, guys. Um, <laughs> it's magic. Our chairs move. Uh, so then I like that the cops, like, it was the natives. And I like Houdini's immediate response. Well, you're a bigot. <laughs> right, yes. Exactly. I do love, yeah, I love that's, I feel like that's the the most identifying characteristic of Houdini, at least this iteration of Houdini, is that he's so, like, just, not necessarily impulsive, but he'll tell you straight up. Oh, blunt one, one, to one, a yeah. fault almost. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I like that, because that's what I do a lot. I'm not mm. quite as <laughs> verbal diarrhea that he has, but <laughs> I'll be like, well, hey, this is how it is. But uh, that's what I like about him. But, but I know what he's thinking. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I do like that they're seriously considering that that it was an act of God. Like, that's like a serious, yeah. like, that's right in there with any other plausible. Yes. I like that he points it out to um, Stratton. He's like, really? I didn't <laughs> think you were that this. gullible. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, and then, but we have Doyle kind of like, hey, no, we got to solve this because what if it spreads? Mm-hmm. And then I like that Doyle gives Stratton the gloves and she's like, I feel so much safer. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to really... It's a little better, but still... Right. But as as they... But they're they... still going in the town. Sure. But as they find out, there's no sign of trauma, no sign yeah. of running. So clearly, like, gloves would not, wouldn't no. have helped these 47 people. Did you guys have any guess that it was what it was at no. all? No, uh-uh. This was a good one of, like, it makes absolute sense when you find out, but in the meanwhile, you're not even a right. thing. Uh, and then, yeah, no trauma, so it's like, why'd they die? Why's the pastor survived? And the priest is kind of like, why me? Why have I been spared? Mm-hmm. And then he said he fell asleep working on the bell, and they were like, well, that's a window of six hours, and they'll be all scientific about it. Oh, well, maybe that's why his fingers were dirty, because he was, like, yeah, you know, I right, just cleaning, the working the bell, on yeah. it. Uh, and he's like, I don't want to leave. I'm going to abandon them, which is sad and noble at the same time. You're like, oh, your people, mm. his flock. Doesn't right. want to leave his flock. <laughs> right. Um, and then I like Houdini, and sh- then Houdini of uh, being blunt again, Strand. So you don't trust your husband, like out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Her response to one other thing, he's like, so about that husband. <laughs> uh, and then Doyle goes, Hey, wait, guys, I found some dead rats. And so it's not just the people. Mm. And then at the doctor's house, when they found the dead dog, that was yeah, right, 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 right. I was like, Who cares about the rats and the people? Yeah, that's kind of sad, but the dog. Well, and and this was kind of something, you know, when they're they're questioning Farley, he says that he's you know he's got this fear of the flu, so he drinks nothing but boiled uh, coffee. Yeah, which was I mean I that's not something that I knew was a thing. Because is it all coffee the- boiled? 
in the sense because you need I hot water. That's kind of. <laughs> And in the time period, like if the and even now, like if you're gonna drink stream water that's not clear or uh, clean, you would boil it for your safety. Right. So I, I don't know. Right. Well, co- well, coffee could flush out your system in more ways than one. So maybe that's for him of like clearing any bad stuff out. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. I never <clears throat> heard of that too. So they go to Doctor Millet's house, and the doctor had one patient, a little girl, and she never left. And I was, did you guys think she was alive? I was all, she's alive. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was such like <laughs> such a classic jump scare. Like, in uh, touch. Ha! When did you, when did you think she was alive? Like immediately? The second yeah. we saw her in the bed. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. The second You're we like, saw her, I was like, oh, she's definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not the least of which because like I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I guess the show has gone there, but I felt like this show wouldn't go there, like, showing a dead child in their bed. Be, like, surprised. <laughs> right, 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 right. They are dead. That's just a classic. Yeah, yeah that would have been the bigger surprise. Yeah. And uh, apparently she's been out for three days, so she's like, I don't know what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Dude, those eyes. Her eyes were like giant blue are. saucers. <laughs> yeah. And then she, poor girl, gets to find out like everybody's dead, which that sucks. Mm. Like your entire village, your town, right? Everybody. Not yeah, not just not the just doctor, your not just your parents. Yeah. Like, like damn near fifty people, pretty much your entire surrounding circle. <sighs> that sucks. And so then uh, Dora finds out she probably has Addison's disease, mm. which becomes important later. Mm. So this show did a good job of, in this episode, of dropping little things that are important, but. In a good way that you don't think that's important. Well, and yeah, and dropping a lot of red herrings at the same yeah. time. It's a little bit of everything because I, you know, in shows when they do the, someone picks something up and they do the close up of it, and there's no need to do it. Sure. And you're like, well, now I know that's important. Right. It's like, you need to show me, but not have it be like, ding hey, ding, guys, ding 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 ding. Right. Yeah. Did you see? <laughs> we don't need the flashing the sign, neon signs. Yeah. Which, another side tangent. There's an anime that kind of does that, and they joke about it. There's a girl who's gonna back up. Major, oh, there you go. Major points if you guys can list what it is. You've seen it in the comments or Twitter. So a girl is backing up, which in a way that's a spoiler, but still. She's backing up to a pillar that has a expensive vase, and they have an arrow going, eh, 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 and she bumps it and it falls. Awesome. Yes, it's, it's really funny. I'll, I'll tell you guys about the show after. <laughs> um, all right, so what do the survivors have in common? Nothing we know yet, but wait, maybe the water supply. That's a good guess. Sure. What's something That's, everybody consumes? If, if it like if I wasn't able to see like the the time bar of the episode, like I would have completely bought it. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I see. Oh, I have, then you're like, well, we still right, got a lot more time. It's far too early in the episode for us <laughs> to be solving the mystery. Yes. That'd be kind of boring. It'd be like, eh, the episode's over. Right, exactly. So that season finale. Right, well. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then we find out, oh, well, maybe it's the broth and boiled coffee. So maybe boiling right, it Right, because Libby, li- yeah, Libby, yeah. When, you know, she was pretty much living off of broth. We know that Reverend Farley was drinking only coffee. So yep. the similarity of the boiled water. Mm-hmm. But then they go to the water, and I like that. I don't know if you can smell it, I guess, but when Doyle does the water, like, the oh, smell the acidity. Of it. it smells acidic right. and toxic, which means it's toxic. But I mean, I guess there are certain smells. I can, I've had it where you can smell it something. It smells chemical. It smells like a chemical. Uh-huh. So I wonder what what does acidic smell like? Per I se? would have no idea. Good question. Uh, so and then another good question. Well, what about everybody downriver? Mm-hmm. Good question. So they all go check, of course. And the town, I like how they kind of go. Well, maybe it's empty. And then the kids show up and people, and you're like, oh, okay. Okay. And it's the natives. And 
<laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Walt calling, calling uh, Houdini? You're that guy who breaks out of white prisons. <laughs> yes, that is great. <laughs> and of course, yeah, Houdini is just happy to have a reputation yes. anywhere he goes. And it's interesting because then that qualifies him as not necessarily being white. Because mm-hmm. if you are white breaking out of white prisons, it wouldn't necessarily be a big deal. But you break out of white, like as in it's a separate True. thing. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Interesting. But that could be also why he maybe connected with him a little bit better because it's like, well, you're not necessarily the white man. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Did you guys notice that? Because I felt that was... It's an interesting wording choice because it makes him other than mm-hmm. the group. I don't know. I don't know if that was the intention. It might I, not be, but that's the way I hear right, it. Right, right. I like that as well. Right. You're just like, hmm. But yeah, jailbreak. I got an Indian name. I like that. <laughs> I, I did like that a lot. Yeah. It's a cute nickname, though. Yeah. Uh, so the trio wants to stay and the constable guy is like, nuh-uh, because he obviously does not get along with the locals. Mm. And of course the locals are like, you guys can stay. You're fine. You are a jerk. Right. Like, go away, you a-hole. Uh, so LaPierre apparently is justice. For what? Because Mother Earth did it. Okay. So it's revenge for killing all the natives. Sure, mm. that kind of makes cultural sense. That if you're that person who suffered all these injustices and people suddenly die, you kind of be like, right. I'm as a bitch, eh? Yeah, the prospector's coming around. He relocates everyone yep. so he can get all the copper. Mm-hmm. Then I kind of wonder if it's minerals, mineral poisoning. Mm-hmm. Like copper poisoning or, you know, some kind of... Le- well, it's not lead, but, like, something like that. Right. Which they didn't go there, but that was my other thought. Mm. But I like it because he drinks it. And much like yeah. we've seen it several times, Houdini kind of spiking or not spiking yeah. something. He's like, well, I'll drink it. And if it's... yeah, if I, if That I is live, kind of a theme that keeps popping yes. up. Yeah. If I live, we know it's God's will. If I die, then we know it's minerals. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And then Stratton, the woman, has to be like, well, what about the children who died? Which, actually, I would think almost Doyle would say that because he has kids. But mm-hmm. we got to have the lady do it. Uh, so she's like, what about the children died? And he's like, well, our children died too. So you're like, touche. So cancel each other out. Yeah. Touche. Good point. And his name isn't Walt. It's just his white way of saying his name. Mm-hmm. Which w- actually... W- Watabakinai was his Walt. name. Thank you for writing that mm-hmm. down. His Native American name. His Native American name. Uh, I'm also on Dead of Summer. And that one, they had a Russian character reveal on um, one of the episodes. And they're like, you need to make an American name so you can blend in better. Right, right, right. This one, he just did it because he's like, tired of y'all messing up my name. Right, just, just say this. Yeah. Uh, and then I like his thing to, what do you guys think of? To Doyle, you're Sherlock's father. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, he really knows his... He's like, I know who y'all right, are. Right, he knows, yeah, you know Houdini and Sherlock. And... Mm-hmm. But, and then he's kind of like, well, and he's like, well, you are, you made him and you killed him within that same sphere of time. So you are like his parent. Right. Cool way to phrase it. And there is, yeah, that that recurring theme that keeps popping up that, you know, everything is live. Yep. Uh, And then Houdini and Walton, they're having the chat about dreams and can you tell the difference? And uh, he was just saying it's all the same, which Mm. is really interesting. Right. uh, Do you guys dream? Sometimes, Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, me too. Sometimes. Do you guys dream? Leave comments of how much do you remember? Ah. I'm curious. Because some people don't. Like, right, they're like, right. well, they say everybody does, but you don't remember. Exactly. Them. Yeah. I think I only really have dreams that I remember maybe every two or three weeks, something mm. like that. Not terribly often. Yeah. I haven't noticed any like triggers of what, why I did or didn't. Mm. I used to have a more vivid, like, more like epic adventure dreams, and now they're not as much as that. Or at least I'm just so tired that I'm like, because like, you're leading right. an epic life now. You don't oh, need to retreat to your dreams, oh, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. 
Or they, or they're more just like weird versions of things that are already happening in real right, life. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then I've had bad nightmares that you wake up and you're like, okay, I don't want to go back to sleep. That was weird. <laughs> but we think Houdini's maybe dreaming with his mom thing, which is interesting. Which we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Houdini, it, I like that they have their little reading montage. We're doing right, that. Right, it was interesting. Well, and and not yet, yeah, like even further than that, every book with its own inscription and. Yeah, we got Houdini reading about dreams. Doyle reading Sherlock with his note from Tui, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. It was one of those that went too fast. I was like, you I was just like reading that part. Mm. And then we got Stratton with Tom Sawyer. Uh, next morning, we got Houdini and Doyle. And he's like, well, you can't read in your dreams, so it's a test, which I guess. <laughs> right, I mean, I, I don't think I've actively tried, right. so I don't know. I feel like that's not... I mean, you it's feel? like I can't... I feel like I've read in my dreams before, or at least mm. a sign or something. I feel like I was thinking that. I feel like someone has. I don't know if I necessarily have, mm. but yeah. I mean... Like, it's not a guaranteed thing. Exactly, yeah. It's not like a set rule, like, oh, yeah. you can't look at letters, you know, you can't look at words in your dreams. Yeah. Like, obviously, there must be some sort of signage mm-hmm. in some dreams. Although, a, a show this smart, I feel like there must be some rationale behind this. I feel like they wouldn't drop such a prominent thing if it wasn't based at least I'm sure some. it was said at some point. Maybe yeah. not actively read. Understand, like, reading a sign is a little different, too, because depending on how it is, you just almost just visually process mm-hmm. that information. But reading out a structured sentence. Right. Yeah. Maybe. That's a good question. I was going to say, I feel there's a lot of movies that have done the, what test do you give to yourself to find out if you're right. asleep or not? Well, and I mean, yeah, and that's that's a whole other, like, story is if you have enough control to be able to take out an object, to be able to be cognizant enough and, in you know, aware enough in the moment mm-hmm. to be able to say, like, okay, in this dream I'm wearing a suit jacket. In this suit jacket there's a pocket. In that pocket there's this message. In this message I wrote these specific words yes. that make me think this specific thought. I can feel like that's a lot, a lot of forethought oh, yeah. to be writing on dreams where you could just be like running from a giant crab monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah, one of those like, well, that's detailed. Right. <clears throat> I mean, maybe if you're like a lucid dreamer, sure. But uh, Yeah, maybe it depends what kind. Or mm. yeah, mine are more just like weird snippets that you remember. The more you- exactly. And then the more you think about it, the more they like kind of go away. Much more akin to like a David Lynch film. <laughs> Yep. And then, uh, well, oh, yeah. And then it's just, uh, they have their nice little discussion about proof of, like, well, Doyle's like, so if you saw your mom right now, you, would you accept it? And he's like, no, because it means I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. And you're like. <sighs> what else would he say? Yeah, no, it, it yeah. makes sense. But Doyle's like, are you serious, man? Yeah. No, because it feels like you're just arguing with somebody they will just not at least entertain the notion. They won't, yeah. even, they won't play no. the hypothetical game with you at all. Because like, no, I, I won't even, why, why even be hypothetical? But yeah, just I mean, I, I could see, I could see him, him sticking to that because if you, if you were to see someone and it was that real and that indistinguishable from reality that they were standing right in front mm-hmm. of you, even though you knew mm-hmm. they died, you would think you're going crazy. It's true. But then that's the other category too of not necessarily uh, a, a sister or a twin to um, being awake or not if you know you're insane or not. Because mm. there's plenty of the ones like, I think I'm going crazy. It's like, well, how do you know how if you're you actually know? going yeah. crazy? In fact, that's that's kind of like what uh, Elliot said in the first episode of The Magicians. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you know you're crazy? Right. Yep. Other great show, which they're filming season two. Woo. Drop on that one. We're ready for that. <laughs> Uh, and then we have the apparently there is a cipher in the newspaper mm. and the Tom Sawyer book. Go Stratton for figuring that one out like right away. And she's like, "Hey guys, there's a thing." And she's the one who solved it, which I thought that was cool. Yeah, super. Suck on that Doyle. Yeah, 
<laughs> There's cryptography everywhere. Apparently, yes. Mm-hmm. And there's three more deaths upriver, but it's the same. But why only three? They don't really know. Uh, and the one thing about like solving that stuff for too is because she says we should head back to England right now uh, and yeah. take care of it. And, like you, uh, that took like at least six days to get there, and it's supposed to be something supposed to be going down in two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Why would you try to right. back? Yeah, right. right. Telegraphing makes so much more sense, and yes. she's so reluctant to embrace That's a good that notion. Point. Nobody really brought that up. Be like, we're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we find out the valley is called the Miko Yu. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to have trouble reading it. I like mm-hmm. the. <laughs> well, you don't usually write down the proper names. Well, that one I did. <laughs> which technically, well, I guess I wrote that one down. We were talking about language stuff earlier. That one you could write in Japanese that I'm like, I could, that one I could phonetically spell out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's the Bloodstained Valley. And uh, I like that Doyle uses that word of like getting everybody out. Well, like you need to evacuate the town. No, no, and, like no, the I don't way he to. says it is, like, he's like, no. He, it's he very, believes in it. It's very Liam Neeson the way he says that oh. line, like going right into the break. Yeah, you need yeah. to get them out of the Mikoyu. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. It just shows his character, like he believes. You know, he's so ready to believe, like, the oh, philosophy of the Native American Well, yeah, up, up until this point, he's, as far as he's concerned, he's been given so much what he sees as proof. Like, yep. this is clearly what's happening. Yes. Like, wh- whatever is happening, it's the people in this valley that are mm-hmm. dying. So mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether it's real or not, we need to get them out of there. Yep. Uh, and then actually, back to the cipher, went a little head and then came back. Uh, I They feel it's going to kill the England. It means it's going to kill the England. Somebody's going to kill King of England. There we mm-hmm. go. And it's trying things. They should go back. But yeah, um, as Frank pointed out, you won't make it yeah. in time. <laughs> I don't know why she was like, we can do it, guys. We have to do it. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll be a faster ship. I don't really? Know. Oh, okay. <laughs> and sure. Houdini's like, well, the king can be replaced. And it's like, oh, ouch, but... True. I mean, yeah, he's, he's not yeah. wrong. Isn't there somebody else who it's, can take over and, in and case? Even Doyle kind of has to come to grips with the fact that it's like, okay, the life of one prominent figure yeah. versus the life of a ton of, you mm-hmm. know, common folk, basically. Exactly. And Doyle agrees with him. And again, Houdini just bluntly says, and I'm pretty much trust, I don't trust your husband. Because yeah. they're like, something's going down. Mm-hmm. And then later that night, Benjamin comes to Stratton's room... What? Did you guys think that was a dream? No. I, I didn't think it was a dream at first. It was it was around this time that I couldn't really tell what was what anymore. I think that's the point of this <laughs> Right, episode. exactly. Yeah, because me too. I'm like, I thought it was real. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because I'm like, that makes sense. And it's like, how did you know I was here? Well, someone I had someone following you. Okay, makes sense. And he's been sure. trying to warn her. That's fair enough. Yeah, it's one of those like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says he's trying to stop the plot against the king assassination and of course she bluntly says it to him because they were like don't tell him because that's gonna like lead on that we know right and of course she tells him right away (laughs) right yeah come on sweetheart which we'll get to this but Doyle does even worse later on okay we'll get to that part alright although yeah I I felt like the way they set it up I mean Mm -hmm. and we're talking about the dream so we we realize that it is and Uh it's like the whole reveal well we'll get to it I'll tell you my my, my, my beef of the scene Mm -hmm. Ah, okay cool yes and then we got Houdini walking around, a woman's following him, and he just stops and grabs her. Oh, wait, it's his mom. Which, why did she come to him as a young woman? Pat I mean, and I were talking about this earlier, too. It's like, if your mom came to you as a young version, would you... Re- would, would you even you... recognize her? Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nowadays, it might be a little bit easier if you have a lot of photos. Cause sure. Because uh, she's so young. Because there's a difference between, like, your mom when you were a child to mom now to... Be long before you're born. Like, that's mm. her as, like, a 20-something compared to, like, 
what, 60 yeah. when she died, maybe? Right. So that's a big difference. But then there was that creepy face switch. Yeah. I don't know why, but that grossed right. me out. That was weird. That it was, was super weird. weird. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know what the reason was to have her be young. Why not just have her be the that mom was, the whole yeah. time? It seemed weird to do that kind of Well, because then I feel you like You could if, follow if, more. If it was if it was old mom right before she died, the one that was following him, like we would know instantly who it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like I don't know what this like but what I, like, got you. I think yeah. that's all that it was, was just to like keep us from Delay knowing it. exactly who it was. Yeah. But I like that a lot of people on YouTube commented right away like it's the young version of his mom. Mm-hmm. So you guys oh. were smart and figured that oh, out. Right. They're like, it's his mom as a young version. They nobody really knew why, but but I agree. Yeah, yeah. if we knew it was his mom right away, you'd be like, well, it's his mom. <laughs> hey, what are you uh, doing? What are you doing hanging around the cemetery, mom? I, I'm just a dumb dumb. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and then he tries to read, but he can't really. Then words are like, well, eat your eat. That's like the like the show's version of the, like the spinning top in Inception. Yeah, that's. But how this we know. one was not. It was kind of in between though, because he kind of could, but kind of couldn't. It was like there were words, but. But I guess he couldn't read the words. Right, 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 right. Also, the problem is, if you write the same phrase every time, you almost can't read it because your brain already knows what you're reading. Mm. Like, you'd almost have to write a new phrase every time. Right. But it's it's not necessarily can you process what you wrote. It's can you literally see and make out the yeah. letters that you wrote. But, I mean, again, if you already know what they are... Right, but, all, but I mean, even if you know what something's going to say, like you still know if you can read. You'd the have letters to go by not. word, like you don't. Yeah, you'd have to go like word by word, and not mm. necessarily read it, but just sound it out loud, or right. like breaking it down. Uh, and then, then Stratton also has the same problem because she looks over at her book and their stuff. But, but I didn't think she was in that conversation. My my issue with this scene is yeah. that like one, she wasn't in that conversation, but then two, at the beginning of that her dream, she's reading the book when she gets a knock oh, on the door. Oh, when she's in bed. Yeah. yeah so like, oh, that's a good point. That's so a really like, good how point. How could she be reading this book and not having that same kind of inclination? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I I didn't think of that. I just thought the she wasn't there when Doyle and Houdini talked about no, the book. Th- but the I reading. think yeah, that was I think that was again like just for us to know. Yeah. Like, well, it could be she doesn't know what it means. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It just showed that she goes. Oh, that's weird. Right. Yeah, these letters are Hmm. dancing around. Yeah. Uh, And then Stratton notices some of the birds are alive, which it was cute that they were lovebirds kind of a thing. Like, oh, little doves. Or what kind were they? I don't think they... Might have been pigeons. Buzzards. No. (laughs) Because they're they're not pigeons. They're like a prettier, nicer one. Anyway. Uh, And then she goes, wait, it's carbon dioxide. And then... Doyle's like, well, enough can be deadly, which is, oh, it is a lame way to die. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, they, yeah, because it's heavier than than air, so yep. that's why we saw the mice die and the mm-hmm. dog die. Anything down low if you were sleeping and laying down, mm-hmm. but it had a blast go through town, which I talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found that they felt that the girl with her Aston's disease had a tolerance essentially, because then she could handle a higher CO two. Right. Level yeah, the, the Addison's led to yeah. alkalosis, which Thank is a you. carbon dioxide deficiency. That one I didn't write down. <laughs> <laughs> and the priest was above it, so it didn't matter. And so they go to the mine, and the mine is totally leaking carbon dioxide, but it's okay. It's only a foot above the ground. I like that they go right to it, and nobody's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody, right. for our listeners, you covering your mouth and up. your... Yeah, yeah and Doyle gets Don't really close down. with that match, yes. too. It's right. like, hold on. Yeah. Uh, and then Stratton's like... Houdini and Doyle, you can't come with me because it's too dangerous because I couldn't stand anything happening to you. Aww. <laughs> I know something about that was one of those, like, 
I know she means well, but somehow it was cheesy. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> You're like, of course they're going to go with you, sweetheart. There's mm. no way that they're going to stop. And then I thought it was interesting. At this point, I'm like, we still have a lot more in the episode to go. Yeah, right. I was glad they went on more because you're like, because they could have left it. Yeah, we totally pretty much like, like, okay, well, we've solved the mystery of the week. Yeah. And that could have been it. And uh, we got Houdini and Walt's kind of having their final farewells. And he's like, I've lost my mother and it's killing me. And Walt's like, well, there, she's not lost. She is home and there's no before or after, which is a nice way to look at the afterlife that you're mm. always present. It's very um, nonlinear time idea that it's all just kind of one. It's the circle of life. Yeah. And this is like a, a philosophy or a point of view yeah. that Houdini does not try to no. uh, debunk or. Yeah. Uh, kind of, yeah. He just takes it. Well, and he I mean, I, I really kind of liked that moment where he just opens up to him kind yeah. of out of nowhere and just says look I just lost my mom I'm really struggling with it mm-hmm. and just kind of there's this real genuine moment of, of vulnerability in this real conversation mm-hmm. he doesn't really have many of those with people yeah well I kind of noticed and I kind of felt that Houdini in this felt he could open up because he understood that the Native American people had a different view of the world and how it worked mm-hmm. so he almost because he seemed to almost have that curiosity like talking about dreams so what do you think about dreams because he didn't talk to any Anybody else about that mm. but he felt that maybe these people would know more and it's also a culture that talks a lot about your dreams and dream walking and all that so makes sense yeah but it was nice to see him open up sure yeah, vulnerable because yeah, i feel like we've seen doyle do that a little bit but i don't yeah. feel like we've seen houdini kind of open up nah. right so it was no. nice to kind of get a little inside him and then he's going to leave mm. and we get our nice little bit of supernaturalness that's not explained so that was cool. And Walt goes, say hello to the president. Your mother said, say hello to the president. And Dini's like, okay, that's weird. Mm, because and they don't explain it. And I like that because it was mm. one of those like, well, and, and how he, did he, he know? He says that your mother says he'll be coming to Buffalo tomorrow. Yep. And how would the guy know? Like, this is the where he knows or not. How would Walt know anything about what they're doing or the assassination attempt? There's no way. So right. it is one of those like, how'd you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't find out, which is good. That was a nice one where they leave it, but they don't. Right. But he doesn't try we, to be like, how did you know? No. You we, know? Like, we've talked about that device being used yeah. where it's like, everything has an explanation except for this one thing. That was kind of one of the one things. Mm. And kind of seeing his mom, which we'll get to that too. Mm. Seeing her again, rather. Uh, then Houdini goes, wait, it's not the King of England. It's the president because he's staying at the King. The King Edward Hotel. Thank you. Yeah, thanks the to the King... newspaper. Yes. Okay. Uh, again, yes. <laughs> and if you saw the way the the shot was in the back, you saw the window and you saw the uh, the paper boy. He was biking away. <laughs> <laughs> I found He's you a very important so, harbinger. <laughs> did you guys notice and what did you think of Strand's reaction? She almost looked disappointed. I thought she looked surprised and disappointed that it's the president. <laughs> I don't think I Like her expression was like <sighs> Really? I that didn't was, guess that yeah. at all. That's it? No. <laughs> I get, like, King of England, we have to go back right away, guys. It's the end of the world. It's just the President of the United States. Mm, all right. Because she had that, it's the President of the United States. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't see that. Go back and watch I th- if I, you feel like it. Well, I felt like that face was more like a dread, like, this is a much more immediate... I don't know. It really, it, it didn't have any sense of urgency to me. It just really was like I definitely didn't read disappointment I'm in that. Surprised us. Disappointed. <laughs> uh, and then we meet Agent Bran- Branowski. Branowski? Branowski? Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah, I wrote it now. Okay. Branowski. <laughs> uh, and he's like, 
Um, yeah, you guys, well, we won't take any, like, false warnings. And I like that Stratton shows up and she's like, I am Scotland Yard and we, I can verify this information. BS, but that passed. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, like... They have a sense of urgency. And, like we, yeah, like, she definitely, obviously, yeah. yeah, has that sense of urgency, but, like... Why would he believe that? Because yeah. there's no identification. Especially, especially after we've just spent an entire season of someone going, a woman in I Scotland know. Yard? Well, in America, apparently it's not that weird. America would have been even weirder. <laughs> That's true, because he, yeah, he didn't even bat an eye. He was nope, like, he was like well, you're a female. All right, then I'll just bring him. Yeah, like, just Why Houdini. is that word automatically golden? Yeah. But Houdini makes a good point. Well, if we're wrong, you just kind of look like a fool, but if, you know we're right he's you're gonna save this guy's life which even then i'm like eh, if they're like if if he's wrong to believe them like they could have had every intention of killing the president they could be the guy like yeah. that's yeah him looking like a fool is not the worst case scenario here but that is also a case that's nice when you have two public worldly public figures recognizable like mm. saying this so they're not they aren't just random joe schmoes it's like Maybe that's why he's like, all right, Harry. And he's also an American. He brought the American up, not the Brit. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then uh, Stratton and Doyle are like, well, we'll look around the lobby. And I love this part of the episode might have been my favorite because, like, <laughs> every single person that I feel like Stratton encountered, and I think Doyle, too, was, like, insanely shady. Yeah. Like, cartoonishly, <laughs> like, like almost, like, twirling their mustache shady. Like, there was someone that gave a look to Stratton where it was just, like, the most ominous narrowing of eyes. And he had the most weaselly face, too. Right, it's like, exactly. All right, great. But if you're looking for trouble, is it, like, you're gonna see it everywhere? But, but yeah. Even the one that Doyle sees where he's just like... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> he's just and like, I'm like, wouldn't right. you guys know if there are people here hell bent on assassinating the president they would look a little bit more nonchalant no they would have the newspaper and be like mm. <laughs> right <laughs> everyone was just so like I got I got a huge but kick out like of it but I like that he was the solicitor like but do you think like even as a solicitor don't you want to be a little bit more on the down low right. your job but no he's, he's like so, yeah. <laughs> he's so nervous <laughs> the subpoena. maybe it's his first one right exactly <laughs> See, He's like, we, I found you. We just need a spinoff about that guy. That's right, because there's somebody else there evaluating him. Like, I noticed your look. You looked a little weasley when you did that. You got to calm down on that, Jeremy. All right. You got to take it down a notch. He's in training. <laughs> supposed to blend in. I actually had a friend who did do that for a little bit. Serve really? people like papers yeah. and stuff? Did oh, they enjoy man. it or was it just... No. Yeah. That That's why they didn't do it though. doesn't seem fun. I think, oh, I would worry about my safety because they, they will definitely kill the messenger. Oh, sure. attitude. They're not going to have the, oh, yeah, you're just a messenger. That's the whole point. You're trying yeah. to trick people into yeah. accepting these papers. Ugh. And then um, I like that Shran goes, she thinks she sees uh, her Benjamin but loses him in the crowd. But then suddenly Doyle meets him. I was like, that was this, random. This was the moment that I was talking about where Doyle like practically goes like, ah, here to stop the assassination, right? That's why we're here. We're all here for the same reason, yes. right, guys? Like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't wait. show all your cards. Yeah. Well, apparently he wasn't on the same level as Houdini going, we're not telling that guy anything. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, he was also like, oh, we, we work with your wife. Yeah. We know who you are. We know you're alive. We know you're like a secret agent. Right. Like, yeah, even Doyle, if you think this guy's no on the right side. No coolness in this No segment. chill. No, no chill. And it's he like, flipped the bed guys. was all, too. It was like, <laughs> yes. Like, right. uh, nice pregnant pause there, Ben. Way to play that off, too. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is definitely where the episode Smiling on. Okay, <laughs> right. okay. 
Yeah, that was pretty bad on both their parts. <laughs> I, that's what I said. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has the book, which indicates he does the decoding and gets the deciphering. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I kind of felt that must be the reason why they go, well, that means it's bad because you have the code. You have the book. You got a own copy because it's we have your copy. So you went out and got a new one right. so that you could find the secret message. Right, so exactly. I guess that implied his guilt. And then oh, there's a gun. And then they struggle and Doyle gets shot. And mm. I, I don't. I mean, I can see what Doyle's doing there, but I was like, Houdini's. Well, he's just gonna get the you know really famous bodyguard there. It's like that was so he was just gonna walk with him. Like, what was Houdini gonna do? Right. I don't understand his plan. He's so good at reading people. He would spot the person ahead. <laughs> Right. Apparently Houdini should have been in the lobby. He would have found Benjamin way faster and been yeah. like, Benjamin, you have guilt written all over your face. <laughs> but no, he's like, I'm going to protect him and dive over him when I was essentially saved by life. I don't know. Because right. he can dodge bullets. That's his magic ability. I, I definitely know. thought we were going to get that scene of Houdini like taking a bullet for yeah. Doyle. I thought we were going to see that. Oh, yeah, but no. Uh, Doyle shot. Everybody's like ducking around. Houdini's with the president, and then Benjamin gets shot from behind. Did you guys know who it was? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was like, yes, for sure. Go Stratton. And then I like that she runs to Doyle first. Mm-hmm. I smile. I said I knew it was her smiley face. <laughs> runs to Doyle first. I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. Be like stupid husband. And then she goes back over to him. And Benjamin, he's like, I was trying to stop you. I was trying to warn you. And she's like, you killed people. Why, yeah, why couldn't you just let me keep <laughs> killing famous people? <laughs> and he's like, I freed people, which I don't really understand that. Right, I don't think yeah. we got much elaboration on that front. No. Well, I it's guess... like what I I almost wanted to be like, what do you mean by that? Right, but right, no. right. And then if there's one thing you can believe, believe that I loved you. She's like, fine, I believe. Die. <laughs> right now, it's I like, can die. <sighs> Maybe she'll have her closure now, because now she'll be like, ah. Mm-hmm. Doyle passes out, and it's like, Houdini's like, come on, man. Like, And then he passes out. He's like, come on, cops, do something. Who is excited about the Sherlock vision? I'm super yes. pumped about this. Oh, my gosh. Super, I wrote, super pumped. Sherlock vision, OMG, exclamation point. I was yeah. like, that was so cool. Because didn't we say we wanted to see Sherlock yeah. in the show somehow? Yeah. That's how they did it. That's uh, yeah, the perfect of, way. Yeah, perfect way. But I like that he walked in and then immediately just he throws away the hat and the, and the pipe. Like, okay, <laughs> those are the done. real things. <laughs> right. Yes, but I like his other point of all the people you could choose and think of, you chose me. Mm-hmm. But that kind of makes sense. Of like, that's how he works it all out. And he's on the verge of dying. You can go back. Oh wait, you are thinking about Tui. Oh, I wait. love that yeah. that moment. He starts. Like, Sherlock starts analyzing Doyle. Yes. I love that moment. It's like, okay, okay. You're analyzing yourself through your character in your own brain. Right, the pulse and the, the heart rate and the hand yes. twitch, yeah. Which, Doyle had two visionary episodes in this show. Because yeah. when he was in the insane asylum, oh, yeah. he also had that as well. But he saw Tui then, but she was fake. Mm-hmm. Like, she was not the real Tui. So in this one, he gets Sherlock, which is interesting. And, mm-hmm. and the real Sherlock. Yes, the real Sherlock. <laughs> not, not a cosplayer. Not like the cosplay guy. Yes. <laughs> I wish we could see that guy again. <laughs> Maybe for season two, if they get season two on another <laughs> network. Um, then we get jump ahead in time a little bit. Stratton's on a boat. And she tosses the book into the ocean. That is her letting go of Benjamin. And Doyle's okay. Because did you guys think he was dead? 
No. no I didn't uh-huh. think he's dead either. I'm like, no, they can't kill him. Because that is definitely going against history of like... <laughs> I mean, it could have. I there was a part of my brain that was like, "Are they going to go in sort of like an Inglorious Bastards type oh, of direction, like where they just completely history. rewrite yeah. history?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's okay, and then they're all still kind of joking around, which that was pretty funny. Right. Like, hurts any peas? I told you that in private. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course, they're they are definitely like brothers of like oh, sure. banter. But and it's like, then, I won't tell you about, like, how I feel about my wife or my, or my mother dying. It's like, but I'll tell you that it hurts when I feel. <laughs> I feel that comfortable. I can open and about that. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Of course. And then they kind of ask her, what does she want to do? Does she want, what's she going to do with her life? And she's like, I want to stay at Scotland or there's other people that need help, which I was like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And I think after she's done it, she's good at it. It's not like she's bad at her job. Sure. And yeah, and, I, th- I think like you said, I think, you know, now that she's had this closure, I think she's, she's free. You know, she says mm-hmm. people need their answers. Mm-hmm. And so that's really, that's her calling. Yes. And then uh, uh, Doyle gets a telegram, especially that Houdini recommended is wanting to treat Tui. Which, again, we have all kinds of issues with that. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> again, I'm sorry. There's, I, I still feel there's no way she could be alive without Evie and stuff. But whatever. <laughs> but there's a guy, the telegram guy, has a nice little badge that has Baskerville. And then he writes the Hound of Baskerville. So that's interesting that I don't know my Sherlock book timeline. And I actually do have a... There is a really great audio cassette uh, from... I want to say it's like the 50s. Because... Um, Oscar Wilde is one of the voice he plays the voice of Moriarty. Oh, cool. And they do a radio drama of oh, wow. Sherlock Holmes like walk, 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 open doors <laughs> and Watson and Sherlock and they have people come in and they even have it How's it going? I'm coming up to the room and so my voice is far <laughs> away and comes closer. Sure. Um but I've listened to those so I'm like, I don't know my timeline of when those stories came out. So it's interesting that is that when he did go over the falls? And then surprise, Sherlock is alive. We don't really explain why. And then the Hound of Baskerville. So be mm-hmm. that'd be something to look up. Maybe I'll go look that up and I'll tweet about that on Twitter. Be like, what is our chronological order of what Sherlock? I mean, yeah, what the Sherlock stories are. Right. That's a good thing because I'm like, I thought that was the whole point that in the Sherlock movies and shows, like there's the over the waterfall, but he didn't really die. Mm. But just kidding. It's one of those, as an author, just kidding, guys. <laughs> right. And it wasn't a dream. He just somehow survived. Yeah. He hit the water just right, turned angle. Duh. He's a great swimmer. I don't know. <laughs> kind of one of those things. Uh, and then we get the weird, really weird part that has no answer, which is great because it is one of those like, well, Houdini sees his mom again. He's sitting out on the deck and he can read. Yeah. Pulls out the sheet and he looks a bit concerned. So he probably thinks he's going crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were... He was we were, creeped out. Well, we were talking about it off mic. I mean, his... Houdini's sanity is really all he has. That's all he clings yeah. to is his reason and his logic yeah. and his sanity. And he said if he saw his mother before him mm-hmm. and he knew it wasn't a dream, he would think that he was going insane. Mm-hmm. And that was that moment of palpable fear on his face that the season ends with. is just like, am I losing it? And she was kind of creepy, too. Oh, for sure. Smiley like. That was terrifying. Hi. That was absolutely terrifying. But then even like in the second one, they cut back to her again. She has like more, it's not a smile look. She's more like a concerned look. And so like, that's how you're imagining your mom visiting. Right. She's like, oh. Right. <laughs> it was no more of that father-mother-like uh, relationship of love. <laughs> no. It is creeper creepy. Sure. It's just like. But yeah, the second the second you like you, you saw him, you knew a his mother's next to him. Yes. B yeah. he's gonna be able to read the message. Yes, yes. 
it's like, oh gosh. Now, right. Do you feel now knowing where the Stratton storyline ended, were you guys satisfied with this? I mean, because it was like the thing that ran throughout the whole season. I was just going to yeah. bring up, that was your prediction that you were like, um, we're not going to find anything out to the end. And lo and behold, we found out a little bit before the end, but it is resolved yeah. in the end. Um, I like how it ended with the assassination. And then we learned he really was a bad guy. Because uh, I think if we were just told he was a bad guy, that would be like hearsay. So it was mm. nice to visually see him do it. And Stratton probably had to see him do something extreme. Right. That'd be the only way that she could. Because when she finds out, you faked your death, then blah, blah, She's still like, I still love you. Mm. But now it's like, oh, you were trying to kill the president of the United States and you shot my friend? I am totally going to kill you. Right. Oh, wait, we didn't really talk about that. What did you guys think of that line when she's like, I wish I could have said <sighs> I did that out of like being a strong police officer. It was more like I hated that I asshole. I wasn't crazy yeah. about that. I was not crazy about that. Because that was more like, I felt like that was the whole point. That she was doing her duty yeah. as as a police officer. And she was able to override her emotions. I felt like that line to me smacked more of like, like oh, she wasn't a good police officer. She's just a hysterical woman that yeah. shot her, her crazy lying husband. Yeah. That's why I wasn't really crazy about it. They could have maybe done a half and half. Mm-hmm. Be like, that was my duty. And I hate yeah, I'm not tor- I'm not torn up about yeah. it because he was a lying asshole. But I agree that is kind of one of those like. Well, but I, I shot him first and foremost because he was a perpetrator that yeah. I knew was committing a, yes. a heinous crime. And he shot you. Right, 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 right. It's like um, yeah. uh, I think, and I think on on the the topic of this kind of whole arc, just in general, mm. I. I think I I felt satisfied at first, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like, from the beginning, once we found out her husband's alive, I feel like it's it's been really binary. It's been either 50-50, either he's a good guy or he's a bad Uh, guy. And I feel like both of them were kind of equally likely. mm -hmm. Like, there was really no reason for us to actively think, like, there's no way he could be in on it. Mm -hmm. I felt like Mm -hmm. that was pretty plausible, even from the Mm get-go. So I think the fact that it came around like, oh, okay, he he was part of the group after all. Like, I don't think it, it took th- that far of a leap. Yeah. Um, what about you, Frank? Yeah, I feel like once you saw him show back up at the hotel, it's like, uh, no. and, and he was never really that convincing altogether. Like, I feel like once we found out who was alive, that really pushed me, at least, in the direction of, like, oh, there's definitely shady shit happening. Mm-hmm. He looks like a shady guy. <laughs> right. That's one of those things, that's a trouble with casting, or even in animation, when you have a character that... Either it's an actor you already know, mm-hmm. or that person is already kind of shady looking or drawn shady looking, because then you're like, well, they're the bad guy. Like, you, you, I don't know, it's maybe ingrained from childhood. You just look at these characters and you're like, well, regardless of any color, age, body type, there's just certain people that you're like, that one, that one is the bad guy. Or bad lady. You're just like, you just know. There's no... Then it's kind of nice when it's a surprise if you're like, well, actually, they're not. Because <laughs> you're like, well, okay. Well, that's the end of our show. That's our season, guys. Oh, yeah. yes! So how do you guys feel at the end? I feel good. I feel like I was telling Frank, I think this was probably my favorite episode mm-hmm. of the season. I think it, it got really smart at some points and really, really silly at some points, and I liked both of those things. Mm-hmm. I feel like those two things, that dichotomy is what I loved about this show since yes. the beginning. I feel like I, I wish they would have pushed it more as even Ty was mentioned again and we've talked about before like the Inglorious Bastards route. More mm-hmm. play with just an alternate take on history. Right. Because mm-hmm. I feel like them they kind of had their foot half in and out on that. I mean they've played with some of the timeline 
with them a little bit, at yeah. least in terms of, of what we know of the reality. But I feel like they never really went all in or uh, or tried yet. So I feel like it was just kind of like this thing. I wish they would have made a stronger choice either way. A right. little more historical fiction following along. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe because like oh. well, I, f- I feel like they were they were a l- maybe a little handcuffed by like okay, this is what actually happened. This is when it happened. This is where it happened. But you know, there's I've read some pretty good historical fiction books where they take big events you already know. I mean, this is hard because we know these characters. Because mm-hmm. generally, with those books, you're a character that you've never heard of, so they can do whatever you want in right. that universe. But yeah, they maybe could have done a few more like paralleled with real things we already knew about. Right, and I think that's that's why they had so much more freedom with with Stratton. Mm-hmm. You know, with characters like that. It's all surprise. We can do whatever we want. Right, we can do whatever we want with yeah. this one. Yeah. But because uh, yeah, I feel like kind of in Glorious Bastards, not to keep harping on it, but I feel like that was kind of one of the first ones that that made it acceptable on a mainstream level to be like, okay, you know, this was a real person that existed. Now you know this is a piece of fiction that you know that, that we all. can take creative license yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's an interesting concept that mm-hmm. that's wor- that's worth exploring. But I think they they did as much as they could have while kind of still being. Yeah. Um, handcuffed by by history yeah yeah i think it was an excellent show i love the humor i mm. love the historical fictionness costumes houdini was in his blue again right Doyle <laughs> wasn't really in his green in his green no not so much and then we've had stratton out of uniform for a while because mm-hmm. well, um, i felt like doyle was a character that we saw through the season he could he could play he could see both sides yeah uh, and we saw him do, doing that where he'd, he'd be very much a deductive reasoning when he breaks something down or he'd be mm-hmm. willing to brace you know, mm-hmm. more of the unknown and the supernatural mm-hmm. aspects. Right. But I never saw, we never saw Houdini really waver at all ever. No. He was so adamant I mean, his there, point of view there, that he there was, never... there was that one episode where they kind of did like a switch. Oh, but, they had the switch. But even then, I feel like that wasn't really a heartfelt switch for Houdini. Like, yeah. deep down, he still knew that he was right. Yeah. And even then, if he was trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah, and then Stratton was in the middle. Right. Because she was, she definitely bordered that line of like, well... And I think that was always kind of the point. But then, does that balance out Houdini's hard line, this is the way it is, when you got two characters that are both sides, you know? Because then it's not too heavy-handed. Yeah, because there wasn't really a hard line, like, no, the afterlife is definitely real kind of character. Mm -hmm. So, meh. Uh, Definitely recommending, recommendable, worthy show. Mm Mm-hmm. Very fun. I hope they get a season two. We were just looking online, and it looks like Fox is maybe not going to really be doing it. But who knows? Maybe another network could pick it up and continue it. Yeah. Because it was a cool show. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll pick up legs after. Right. Because some shows do that. Like, they do pick. Sure. Because it's sad to end it on just, that's it. No, and ITV, who's doing it in the UK, I mean, they mm-hmm. still haven't announced if they're going to do a second season yet or not. So mm-hmm. if so. they if they decide to do one, maybe they find somebody that would distribute it uh, domestically as well. Yeah. Sure. That'd be great. Cause, or um, do some BBC America or BBC something. Because mm-hmm. B- British shows do pretty well over here, too. So oh, God, yes, yeah. I wonder how different it would be if it was 100% like kind of a British-made show hmm. and then air it here. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Very interesting. I wonder if it'd be different or similar and... What kind of changes that would bring? Right. We don't know. Well, thank you so much for watching and listening along with us. We've had a wonderful time doing this show. It's been an absolute pleasure with you guys. It's been so fun to come and watch the show and talk about it. I feel we've had a fun and kind of goofy panel, which is. We definitely have. (laughs) In a good way, because that's the kind of show it is. Exactly. It's like you you can't do it. That's exactly right. We were the only ones that could have hosted the Houdini and Doyle after show. That's very true. Only people. We were the excited ones. We're like, yeah, let's check this show out. Yeah. We can Um, go. 
on at 10 o'clock on Monday. <laughs> yes, and 11 o'clock. <laughs> 11 no, 11. o'clock on a Tuesday. And we did 11 on the other days, yeah, too. Yeah, we oh, on Monday. Yes, that's right, Mondays that's right. were 11 o'clock. Thank you for listening. If you did watch this live or listen live, but uh, YouTube, we love you guys as well. Uh, why don't you let people know where they find you and what other shows you guys are on because now this one is over. Well, that may be a wrap on Houdini and Doyle, but for now, I am Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, you can find me on other after shows, including Monday Night Raw, American Ninja Warrior, and Lucha Underground. Oh my goodness, I, I'm Frank Brand. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie, and I do the Preacher After Show, General Hospital, the GH Report, uh, MasterChef, uh, and box office breakdown with one the only Carrie Lynn. Oh, thank you. And yes, guys, you can find me on uh, on. I was going to say online. I'm like, no, we're talking about shows first. Uh, Monday nights now on box office breakdown at ten. Yeah, that's when we do that one at ten. Tuesdays, Hunters. We have our season finale next week at seven, and then I'm uh, just started on Dead of Summer, which is also a really cool show. So if you guys like the horror aspect of this show should check out Dead of Summer and Wednesday's Vikings and we'll see what else comes on uh, you can find me you guys did say where you can find me yes, okay, good. I, was like, so I was like yes you did right <laughs> alright it's, it's, it's late and there's just so much and so <laughs> sad and all the feels anyway uh, you guys can find me online at Carrie D Lane that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E thank you so much for watching thank you for listening and um, thank you to the actors and creators and all the people involved with the show because we loved it alright we love you Thank you for watching. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 